Welcome to That's P1, the podcast for people who got into Formula One from Drive to Survive. I'm Ryan. I'm Sarah. And we aren't going to talk to you about races from the 80s because we didn't watch them either. This week. It sounded like you said we are going to. I'm like, yeah, no. No, we're not. We are not going to watch races from the 80s. Nope. We tried one from the 2010s. And it was was funny, funny, but I couldn't do that every week. That was brutal. Anyway, today. Today on That's P1 Podcast, we are talking about Austin, Coda. Such a cool track. It really is. And a cool venue. It made me... I was sad we kept the money, but I was... I was happy we kept the money, but I was sad that we weren't there. I know. Maybe next year we can go. We can plan. Yeah. We can plan it out. Just knowing what the regret's like, I can factor that into the cost-benefit analysis. Even just Friday and Saturday. We don't even have to be there for the race day. Yeah. But even just go down there for just some of the fun. Yeah. Then watch the race at home. Yeah. That's... But such a cool track. It really is. And it's cool that one of the most beloved tracks, even by the Europeans, even by the the guys driving the mm-hmm. cars, is here in America. And it's, it's kind of an one, OG yeah. track. It, it's not a drive to survive thing. It's been here 10 years and they, they really like of, it. They do lots of different races there. Yeah, they do lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. But... Really cool to see, and I would say that was a hell of a race. It was such a good race. What a fun weekend. You wow. everything. It was so good. So much to talk about. Yeah. So let's just let's get right get in into it. it. First up from the race. What do you have? Is this because you don't... I'm not sure how I... I'm not sure if I wrote mine down the right order. Well, we were talking about it together. Shouldn't it be the same? I mean, it should be. But... Mm. Lots of things should be the case. Well, I have Hamilton Max. Okay, that's what I have. And and that was... That was the headliner. It ended up being... It was so good. What a fun... They were doing some wheel-to-wheel racing that was clean... It was neither of them were aggressive or dangerous. Mm-hmm. They were both really good driving. Like, oh, it was so good. Like, I think it showed wah! them at their best, even if maybe not at Lewis Hamilton's performance best. It showed the best things about he him. Some of, he really got to highlight his skills. Like, he can drag a slow car. Yeah. He was pulling everything out of that car that he could. It was phenomenal. Awesome. And Max, you know, had this thing wrapped up easily, early. Seconds ahead. Mm-hmm. And he was he was three seconds ahead in three laps. And after a couple safety car restarts, he would just he'd pull a second and a half gap in two laps. Just mm-hmm. no problem. And he was very calm. And even Hamilton was calm 
while wrenching every tenth out of his car. Mm-hmm. And I it was it was interesting, but it wasn't exciting until he had that pit stop when the wheel oh, gun ma- failed. Man, I just every time there's a slow pit stop like that, I get flashbacks to Valtteri in Monaco. Was it Monaco? Mm-hmm. When it just completely failed and he, they had to retire the car. And it was I'm the front like, left oh, on that also. Oh, no. <laughs> so I just, I get flashbacks and oh, no, is that going to happen? What a terrible way to end the race. And for that team to have such a slow stop, yeah. it, you know, it's not impossible. Impro- it's not improbable because everybody, it's all human. Everybody can make mistakes or go slow. It's just that will be their only bad stop of the year. Yeah, they usually have such a tight. And then Checo had a two point one earlier that day. Mm-hmm. Two point one. You we're almost back to where they were with the smaller light. Yeah. Tires. It's just weird. What to those have guys that. can do is insane. It is. And but. for him, and I think it showed Max at his best. And then after that, he. I think they replayed it late, but I think it was while he was sitting in the car during the stop when he said, beautiful, fucking beautiful. I read somewhere that that was in the car. I haven't watched oh, that okay. part. But either way, he makes that sarcastic he comment. Moves on. And GP says, hey, we're on this together. There's a lot of laps left. And he's like, you don't have to tell me, mate. And then he just does it. He doesn't gripe yeah. again. He's not yelling and but- screaming. But again, like he said before, I get yelled at when I mess up. Mm-hmm. So, and and that kind of comment. And he wasn't like yelling at them. That's he why was he's just, perfect. I think, sharing his frustration as anybody would. Mm-hmm. And I think that was perfect. Had something like that happens, you just make the comment, and you're done. Yeah. Then you move on. And he did. And to take those mediums. Make him last that long and chase him down was. It was really good. We got to see some really fun racing mm-hmm. with all the weird pit stops and slow pit stops and things like that. But it really mixed everything up, and the penalties helped with that. And mm-hmm. when Hamil- Hamilton said that, because it looked really easy when Max finally chased him down because he was yeah. coming quick. That's what she said, and the hards didn't give. You know, they would last longer, but they never reached the same performance as the mediums. And so as long as Max wasn't going to let his just completely tail off, this was going to be fine for him. <laughs> and so it's sort of a fait accompli. But even then, I was wondering, okay, how is Hamilton going to defend this? Because mm. he does get passed very often. And so you and I don't really know what he's like as a defender, but I've heard he's a really good defender. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what we're in for. And he sort of let Max go right by going into Mm -hmm. turn 12 after that straight. And he said it was because he didn't know Max was that close because um, there was so much rattle or bouncing that he couldn't see out of his mirrors. And so he had no idea that Max had come from that far back. Wow. And so he really didn't see it coming. That's Amazon. Amazon delivery. <clears throat> so okay, that. It, but then, I mean, he tried to chase, but again, like Checo in Singapore, 
Max was on, you know, maybe getting a penalty and just like, oh, I'll just get five seconds. Yeah, that was awesome by Max. And the Mercedes car was so much better this week than even previous. Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't quite have that little extra speed that they need. But you're giving me a look. No, I'm just watching. Yeah. No, I agree. You're right. It's trying to give you space to talk, cause I, so I didn't talk over you. Oh, I was like, you're giving me a look like you're about to just completely deny everything. No, I'm you're saying. totally right. So I was like, okay, so how am I? No, it its main problem is that it's slow in the straights. Yeah, and which is how he managed to keep, stay up so much, I think, because he was able to stay up in the curves, and that's where Max didn't. But what I think is that this shows that Mercedes has a really strong chance next season to be actually competing with Red Bull. I think so. I think they've got a much better chance than Ferrari. I yeah. wouldn't put any money on Ferrari at all. No. And I guess but Mercedes is flattered maybe a little bit with Checo and Leclerc's penalty. So I guess they still qualified, I think, fifth and sixth. So it's still the third best car on the grid, but I think the gap was a little less to the Ferrari maybe in race trim. And if nothing else, it showed they're learning more about that car to be able to put it in situations for tracks. Yeah. It was early on. It sounds like they were just like, we don't really know what to do with this car. You mean early on this week? Or? Yeah, no, in the season. Well, yeah. And so they've, they've started we to figure it that. out. Yeah. But it's like we said at the beginning, though, when Mercedes was struggling of Mercedes is one of the teams that has the best chance at figuring it out as the season goes. Better get those points while they're there. Yeah. And that's what they've done. They have been able to tack and adjust much better than Ferrari or the other teams have. Haas just gives up. McLaren just gives up. They just go to the next season. Mm-hmm. But Mercedes is like, yeah, we got to figure this out. They're they're relentless. Yeah. It may they may not be always the fastest, but they are relentless in their pursuit. Which means if you want to be ahead of them, you have to be relentless. And that kind of pressure might end up eating at you, making you make a mistake. Uh, I think they have a chance next year to be really good. And then that will be some really epic battles if we can have another two-way fight especially because then you also have the secondary drivers too yeah that's we could have a four-way fight at across two cars yeah. i really don't think ferrari will factor in as often but maybe but either that that'd be great be really fun because all four of them are strong drivers so i i love it any season we don't have a runaway massive yeah. winner and yeah he won early but but it was, I mean, with only four races yeah. to go, that's pretty, that's pretty good. And drive to survive people, at least we all know it'll be one more season. I think till we're tired of Max winning. Like, yeah, we've had a couple. He gets a three beat. It's time for after someone. that. He's truly the king. Now he's, it's time to dethrone him. Yeah. I think Lewis will get another one. That'd be crazy. To get one this this late in your career, I this know. old, it, yeah, 
I could see him trying to, I don't know. I could see him trying to do it, and then when he, if he realizes he can't, he'll. Yeah, I expect him to, he won't Kimmy this. Nope. He won't be the last to realize he should be off the grid. Or Tom Brady, yeah. Yeah, that's even better. At least Kimmy was funny. So, I don't know. So, next. Who'd you have next? Signs and Russell? Yes. Yes. Did it. Two for two. <laughs> we should. I don't know why you think it's going to be different. I just wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> so, whose fault? Who messed up? Who screwed that up? Ooh. Who's getting the ticket? I think George messed up. I bet. I mean. I think George turned late, but his car locked up, it looked like. So Mm -hmm. at that point, there's nothing he could do. And I think signs moved when he shouldn't have. So I think it was a turn one racing incident kind of thing. That's where I would have gone is either it's closer to racing incident because I agree. I mean, and when signs cut over like that to try to do the over under mm-hmm. on max at turn one, do you not think there's going to be a car there? Yeah. There's 19 cars behind or 18 cars behind you. Somebody is going to think, Ooh, that looks like a good spot for my car too. If George's car hadn't locked up, I think he could have had enough traction. Just, just enough. Easy. But Mm-mm. It sucks for Carlos. Yeah, that was that really sucks. I saw George went over and apologized. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. And without without that pit stop, I think I'd be a lot more mad. That slow Red Bull pit stop, I'd be a lot more mad because we literally had would have had no interesting things in the race. There'd have been nobody. Because if you forgetting about Stroll and Alonso, what meant from a winning oh, like, in Jeopardy? Uh, you mean that? Because with I don't, I guess I don't understand what you're saying. Then this race would have removed the only possible challenger to Max, even though it's a Ferrari. But because we did have that late Red Bull pit stop, we did end up having a challenge for the win. And if that Red oh, Bull okay. pit stop hadn't have happened, I could be saying, man. That Ferrari probably wouldn't have caught Max, but oh, okay. It was I boring see. to see him win by ten seconds. Okay, I see. But Sorry, we're not. Really, I was. Yeah, it's fine. Not fine. But we're not really lamenting that wreck because we no. had plenty to see. Yeah. Science has had a tough season. I don't think it's his fault. It's just been a. Again, you're giving me that look like you. I'm just no. I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, he's had a lot of bad luck. He, I mean, his car caught on fire in Austria. Yep. He's had some DNFs. He's had some crashes. Very little of it has been due to driver error. Yeah, Australia. 
is the only one that comes to mind where they put him on the hards at the back and he just pushed it too hard trying to pass too many people too early and he put it in the gravel and it was done on lap one. He's had some bad luck. Yeah. Same with Leclerc. He's, Leclerc's had some mistakes, but also just some bad luck and just bad strategy people. Like, it's been tough when for them. When your team is that dysfunctional or bad, it removes so many paths to victory that yeah. then all those little things you have to be perfect because you don't have three. Uh, Max was good enough that okay, you screwed up my bit stop by almost ten seconds. That's we can nice. figure that out. Yeah, but. Well, that was the quickest wreck. That wasn't even the exciting wreck. I know. So the one that's being still discussed and will still be discussed. Even going into Thursday. Tomorrow. Yeah. Thursday is the Stroll and Alonzo one. Is that what you have next on your list? It is what I had next on my list. (laughs) So do you think it was Stroll's fault? Again, this is where, and I'm not regulation person so there are there could easily be rules where i'm totally wrong but in my very uninformed opinion i think alonzo was so close to stroll that i don't think stroll was really even making a late move to try to old school Max Verstappen elbow him. I think, I think he didn't realize Alonzo was within a foot of him. Or, I mean, that's what it looks like is he's, you know, right on his bumper. He should have looked in his mirrors. That's what they were saying. Condemned him is because he looks in his mirrors. And then he goes over. Mm -hmm. But then he says, and he said, yes, I moved late. I saw him and I moved late. Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I don't know, I, but I'm just it, repeating what I've well, and, read and what people have said. And that's, that's and all we can do himself. is just take testimony from experts. Mm-hmm. I, the thing that, I guess the thing that bugs me about just saying, oh, you Latifi'd it, is that Alonzo didn't have to get that close. I think Alonzo yeah, made that Alonzo a got dangerous really situation. Close. He did. I'm happy saying that. It's he still was Lane's really fault. close, and he seemed to not move over until he was really close, so there wasn't room. Yeah. But that also could have been his strategy, so Lance wouldn't do what he mm-hmm. did. Yeah. But yeah I, yeah, I think Alonzo made it dangerous, but Stroll made that wreck happen. Mm-hmm. And the... He was an, it's an IndyCar guy. I don't know if he's current or not, who was on the F1 live crew. He's a Canadian guy doing like color commentary. Mm-hmm. And then when they were doing the race, he was talking about there's a rule in IndyCar. It's a no reaction rule. And so... About staying in your lane? Yeah. When, yeah. When the guy behind you moves, you have to stay where you are. <clears throat> not you know, It's sort of like the braking zone that F1 does have. Once you're in the braking zone, you can't move. Mm-hmm. This is, hey, if that guy moves, you have to stay where you are and defend it with speed. 
I don't know how that doesn't make you a sitting duck is my only question. (laughs) But I just thought that rule was interesting. Yeah. We we would need someone like Karoon or someone to like have the screen to show us (laughs) and slow things down. Because otherwise I would think you could just get... How does that work? You could just get kind of close and move and like, ha, you can't do anything. Yeah. But I don't know. What amazes me from that crash though was that Alonzo was able to still just go to the pit lane and then finish the race. Hmm. But I also don't get is you go in the pit lane lane because you've been in a crash. And like, I know they have like all their sensors and things, but like they don't do like a check on the car. They're just like, oh, everything looks fine. Must be fine. Huh? Like that seems weird. I would think that even if your car is still drivable, they should have to do some sort of inspection. Well, how did he not get automatically dinged for the medical car? He's the one. Yeah. He's the one whose car did a wheelie. Yeah. And landed hard. And Stroll spun hard. So I totally get why he got medical card. But but how come with that kind of landing, I would have thought that would have. I know. Hmm. I know. Like part of me is like, Hey, good job. You finished. But the other part of me is like, should you have finished? Yeah. I'm not it's, sure that was the best thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. But now it's just a whole ugly thing with Alpine and Haas. Which Eesh. I get Haas's point. Oh, yeah. I'd be furious. To explain Haas's problem yeah that takes us to our next thing on the list probably right the meatball flag issue why do they call it a meatball i only know this because i've heard people talk about it on twitter i guess i've seen not heard um meatballs shouldn't be orange you have too much fat in your recipe if your meatball's <laughs> orange okay well it came from people playing iRacing, racing which is the super hardcore sim sim racing oh and in that series now it's the same flag but they those people call it the meatball flag and oh i was like i mean if you got orange in your meatballs that's that's too much fat so i you know i don't know if those guys know good meatballs or not but that's where it comes from (laughs) and i'm not sure if it's just more people you know the sport's getting younger which means there's more people in the sport who are doing the i racing and the sim streaming or if because of the pandemic, when everyone, everyone did was, that, yeah. if they picked it up. But I do know that it comes from iRacing. But okay. it is just the white flag with an orange circle. Oh, a white. I, I didn't know what it looked like. White flag. With, it looks like a country's flag. It's kind of Japan's, but change red for orange. Interesting. It's been washed a lot. But all right, so let's okay. <clears throat> so after the crash, I don't, I don't have to explain it. These people probably know. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this, you watched the race. Yeah, they know what's going on. If you want a race recap, but this is the wrong place for you. This week, at least. True. Tune in next week. <laughs> but um, was it like forty-two minutes after the race finished? Al, no. Haas 
submitted a, what do they call it? An appeal? Protest? A, pro, a protest, thank you, with the FIA about Alonzo's car and Checo's car. Mm-hmm. Because after the, both of them had little crashes, and after Alonzo's crash, his front right yeah. mirror was very loose and like seven and then flew laps off. just flew off. And then Checo had a front wing that was very loose and just broke off as well. Okay, so they finished whatever, except think back this season and Kevin Magnuson has had the orange white flag what three times yeah or just two no montreal singapore maybe it is three well they said you have to come in to the pit yep. right now because you have something that is unsafe on the car and replace it that and all of those times have effectively ruined his race again Haas isn't good enough to find another path to victory they don't know how to they can't do that they don't have that skill yeah and the last time they did it it was kind of people thought well this doesn't seem that unsafe i don't know and so they were really mad about it this time that front wing mirror was actually really unsafe yeah because that just shot off yeah and that could have just went right into somebody's car or face or a marshal or Marshall, yeah. Like, that really is unsafe. But for some reason, the FIA didn't call it out at all. Like, I'd be pissed, too. So I get why they're doing it. If anything, to help call that attention mm-hmm. to the FIA of, hey, you have to figure this out. And and Checo's... This consistency thing is a problem. It's horrible. It's so terrible. So I get why they're doing it. And Checo's was the exact same part. As... One of Magnuson's? Yeah, because Magnuson's Ugh. both times have been his in plate. At the, so why, if you're looking at the wing, it's the part that sticks up vertical. And So why did they say this time it was okay? I read somewhere, and I haven't read it other places. So I don't know if that's been edited out and now is not no longer the case. But at one point I'd read that Red Bull took detailed pictures, maybe as he you know came down the straight, mm-hmm. and they used a DSLR to get really good shots. And showed them, hey, it's it's fine. But I read they contacted race control. Either way, it, it then flew fl- off. Yeah. It flew off. And still. that could have hurt somebody. I don't understand why they're like. So as much as I love mm, him. That like, was. I don't get the inconsistency. Mm-mm. Shocker. The FIA doesn't know what they're doing. No, they really need to figure out how to have consistency race to race. And I get there's a lot of different people from race to race, but come I, on. I was thinking, it's like, I think we talked about it before. It's like referees. They're so crucial to any sport. Yeah. They should be full-time jobs. Yes. You pay them enough that mm-hmm. they, you know, pay them a quarter of a million dollars. That's a shit ton of money. But these guys should not be part-time if they're enforcing the rules. It shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, and they should always have 
I forget what it's called. Basically, when you all get together and you're like, all right, does this count as a catch? We're all going to agree what? Yeah. So they start getting that same. It'll be the same across all the crews. Yeah. And if. And they look at different scenarios like, all right, so this is what I would do. What would you do? And they figure it out. So it's all this similar. It's not Mm going to be exactly the same, but it's how you create standards. Yep. And that's what they need to do with the race. You should have one race director, this rotating thing, which after Japan, they're like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Clearly, they figured out that was a mistake. (laughs) But I don't even understand why you don't have the same five stewards. It's It's probably harder than I think it is. They really need to figure it out. But your job is to get flown to a cool part of the world. You watch cars. You enforce some rules. But for the most part, you're just hanging out. Like, call us. We gotta get tra- <laughs> we gotta get trained. But sure, fly us out there. I'll watch a white line till your four wheels go over it. Done. Yeah. I I just don't get it. And I don't either. And then they are they've got a hearing. I guess it's a hearing. A meeting. Yeah. So the first Thursday. hearing is Thursday night. And that is just about whether Haas can submit their protest. Because Alpine is saying that they submitted their protest after the time deadline. And I bet bet Alpine says, we've got all sorts of paperwork and a contract that says you did it too late. Just trust us. Our paperwork is always perfect. Yeah. They're going to turn in as their evidence an old Danny Rick. I think Haas was like, yeah, we turned it in late, but we're still turning it in. Yeah. I just mean that Alpine can't be trusted. Yeah. So Alpine is saying you can't give us a a penalty because this shouldn't even be admissible. Well, we'll get to another talking point where clearly FIA doesn't care about enforcing a rule and things being after the fact. We'll get to that. Okay. I don't have that in my notes. Oh, <laughs> that's what she said. It's coming. Um, uh. yeah, I just, I, and with the Alonzo thing, they should have intervened quickly. And I think there are so many yeah. times they only have black or white and they need some, some gray because maybe they looked at it and thought, okay, it doesn't look like that car is going to fall apart. But but we could see pretty soon from people's onboards, you could see mm-hmm. it. It was so bad. Well, like, that I, was... You don't have to retire, but make him come and, like you said, give it some kind of check. The F- FIA mm-hmm. has people who are checking the cars in Park for May all the time. Say, you're given the flag. That means you have to come into the pits in two laps mm-hmm. or less, and you have to get scrutineered. Well, and so, like, in a race, if it falls off, they would let him finish, right, without the mirror? Or is that a safety thing and that you have to have the mirrors on? That's another thing. I don't know. I, I totally see how that's a safety thing, for yeah, sure. But ha- the whole idea of a mirror being gone, didn't Hamilton win a race one time with one of his mirrors missing? Yeah, that sounds familiar. But either way... It, yeah, so and I wonder if 
I wonder if that's part of the rule and why Alpine didn't want to do anything because if he came in about it, he would they would have to retire the car versus mm. if they just continued and it just fell off, then the car's okay. Okay. Yeah, that could be. If but that's, I don't it, know. Well, and I bet... What, I don't know the rules. I don't either, but I, I bet what you'll start seeing at testing is they'll start... Someone will random... We may not see it because they won't do a lot of it, but someone will be testing a mirror change. How to do a new... I remember there was one race. It was an old race. Um, I was bored, so I was watching it. And <laughs> it was when Hamilton was at McLaren. Maybe it was YouTube. And they had to change his steering wheel in the race. And Whoa. And just, they brought out one. He unhooked it. Gave it, you know. But they talked about later, I read that they had just ran they did you know over testing they did like five tests of that mm-hmm. and so they practiced how to change a steering wheel in a race situation and so i bet you're then gonna see people be like all right let's make sure if we, we can, can replace a mirror let's make sure we know how to do it within a minute yeah you got spare mirrors lying around i mean we know that yeah i don't know that that is a huge screw up. It is. And again, to me, it's just like, okay, so Alonzo could finish, but should he have? Mm-hmm. And he did a heck of a drive after that. That's like, phenomenal. I don't want it to sound like I'm and I don't taking blame away him. from him. Yeah, like I don't what, think which, this was him. Which of those guys say, guys, my car can last, but like, I really think we should just look over the yeah. damage maybe? That's not going to happen. And it shouldn't. It's not his job. Yeah. He's mean, not a steward. It's like football players and concussions. You don't get to decide if you're going back out on no. the field. We've done that. It doesn't work. Yeah. Because you are always going to choose to play. Someone else is going to be in charge of keeping you safe. I don't know. I say that a lot. That's my bet. Um, I figured out. But especially when talking about these kinds of things, we don't know. I mean, <laughs> I know that's just my transition. I don't know. That's not a very good transition. Anyway, I need to figure something else out. We need to get, but, um, we need to get an interstitial noise. Like, a what? Just to like show, like they do on the news where they just quickly change stories. And they're like, now. And, Oh yeah. I don't have one of those. We could do, uh, From thing to thing. No, that'd be annoying. When you say something, you have like, oh. that scared you. <laughs> that scared the crap out of me. Don't do that ever again. Okay. That scared me. I don't know why, cause, but that was. I was not expecting. That. You like jumped out of your chair. Yeah. Because it didn't sound like... Was it supposed to be clapping? Yeah, it's supposed to... Well, I, I would, yeah, Don't I can do, do it. it again. But like, it didn't sound like clapping at first. Yeah, it's like synthetic clapping or... I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But anyway... You have a new toy, I guess, with sounds? No, I just found these on... <laughs> I just found these on there. And I was like, oh, why is this okay. low? What does this do? Now I'll just be prepared to maybe it won't be... Yeah. But... <laughs> All that to be said. My name is Sarah, and I'm scared of people clapping. Fake that, that, clapping. That's like a lot of people clap. That's a big clap. <clears throat> Whew. But Father. 
It's <laughs> they just have big problems. They do. Yeah, FIA continues to have their problems, and like we said last time, if guess what, I'm the bad guy. That Billie Eilish song. Yeah, I'm the bad guy. Have you heard that song before? Yeah. Right? I'm the bad guy. That's how it goes. That was closer that time. Okay, let's just keep... We don't need to play the music. All right. We'll find it later. All right, so what's next on your list? All right. Um, question of why didn't they red flag after the Alonzo and Stroll crash? Yeah. I. There was just so much debris across, like, all the lanes. I, I expected them to do a red flag because of the marshals needing to be out on the track sweeping everything up. But it, and I it, guess not. And they got that one right. We didn't have tires blown up, picking up. I mean, we did have people complaining about. Like, oh, yeah. As soon as the safety car went in. Mm, I don't remember what it was, but one team was like, oh, we have some damage. Mm. They could tell they had damage from driving over debris. Yeah. And that's. I'm just. Ugh. But then it got to the whole thing with the mirror and the. And like everything that else. That got overshadowed. So like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just. That's strange. Yeah. I would have red flagged it and done a, done another standing start. That would have been super exciting. And I get they. I can see how the red flag should be kept for. Very particular things. Catastrophic. Like, yeah. Like let's not use that all the time. It's but not a safety car. That was just so much debris. Yeah, right there on the straight. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, probably good reason. There's probably a lot of people who don't want it. Surprise me, but all right, whatever. Um, that's all I have in my notes about the race. Now I have our notes about miscellaneous stuff, I but the it. race itself—that's all I have. I just have it's awesome to see if that'll do well. He was leading. I was so mad. His stupid pit crew. They hosed him. Because he was leading. And I was like, this is awesome. Yes, let him like finish on the podium. And then his pit crew, he had a really slow pit stop. And, and we all know why. Whoosh. Because Daddy Stroll said, if my son's not going to win, I don't want to see anybody. That's right. Called down there. Ugh. Odious man. Yeah. He's horrible. Yeah, that was all I had for the race. Yeah, but there was a lot going on in the F1 world. Yeah. Besides the race this week. A lot of stuff going on. So let's talk about all the miscellaneous stuff. Where do you want to start with our miscellaneous things? Oh, my gosh. The first thing I have... Oh, my goodness. I mean, do we... I don't know where I want to start. Do you want to do cost cap? Do you want to do uh, drivers for next season? 
Let's not do cost cap first. Okay, let's not. So let's talk about seats for next season. So they announced this past week that Logan Sargent will go to Williams if he can get enough super license points. Yeah. Which sounds like he should be able to, but... I'm a fan of this happening. Uh Uh-huh. Great to get a U.S. driver in the team Mm -hmm. because he's really an American, not a fake American team. But... (laughs) And he's got the... He's got almost the perfect name to be the first American driver Logan in F1 Sergeant. in forever. Logan Sargent. Yeah. It's if not, his it's middle a, name is Eagle, it's perfect. <laughs> it's a very American name. I just don't. And these guys are built different than me, clearly. But coming out and publicly saying, if he gets enough points in these last few races... And and in FP ones, then yeah, he can like. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. But pressure is not a. I would just. I don't. I'm not him, and I'm so far from him. But I'm like, whoa, man, that's kind of. It's gonna be awkward if he doesn't. Yeah, they've so Williams has said they have Plan B. Okay. In place, I don't. I didn't read what the Plan B was. I don't think they've announced it, but just. We do have an alternate plan. I was surprised that they announced it, though. If it's not a guaranteed sure That's, thing, why would you? That makes was me weird. think they really want attention. Yeah. Which is, which is not how old Williams worked. Yeah, it's different. But it's how a lot of the new teams work. Of we need to be in the news cycle. And we're not going to be because of our cars. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean. They got Albon to get appendicitis earlier. That helped. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But. But so really that just leaves Haas. One seat. As the last team. And they don't seem to be in any sort of hurry Mm -mm. to get it figured out. Like, I wonder if it's going to be after the season ends that they tell us. That's what I think. I don't. If I had to bet money, I'd say it's Hulkenberg. And I bet we find out it's already been done. It's been done for... And that's why they're not in a hurry. Because it's, it's already... It's I, done and they don't want to deal with the with questions. I'd be fine with Hulkenberg getting another shot. Yep. He seemed good. I'd be interested to see, like, all right, you get a second shot, like Magnuson did. Mm-hmm. Take a couple years off. Like, yeah. let's get your head right. Let's see. Yeah. He's done... He did well... And was it 20 and 21 or just 20? The two, I don't really remember. The two times he subbed in for Aston Martin. Oh, it was this season was he subbed season? in. Yeah, because he had more points than Latifi for a long yeah, time. That's true. But he did it at Silverstone, I think. He's done it two years, but both of his... He's done well, yeah. He's done well in getting into the car in one weekend or one day. So, great. Yeah. Like, I really don't think it would be Giovinazzi. That's where it's... Well, I I kind of want it to happen just so it sucks so bad. So you can show Haas, like, this was how bad of an idea it was to even do this. Like, 
one asked, of those like you have to let your kids like make their own mistakes kind of thing you know like are me, you sure you want is this the choice you're gonna make all he right has to answer after every race how did that work out for you because he it's why are you still happy are you still happy with Giovanazzi and why is yeah. it the answer no or are, are, so how did that work out for you I I ugh so I kind of want that just because I think that would be fun to watch how bad they suck next year. Mm-hmm. And how often he puts it in the wall. <sighs> yeah. And then Gene can be complaining about all the cost. He's costed. And Mick will just hang out as a reserve driver and wait until he can join Audi Alfa Romeo mm-hmm. in 2026. Yeah. Is that when it is? But he's going to be like... <laughs> Okay. I'm good. Yep. Whatever. I'll be all right. Uh, oh, see, I did it again. Yep. It's a drinking game, guys. Every time Sarah says, I don't know, Just take a drink. shot. You won't remember the end of the podcast. Woo. All right. So what did you want to talk about, Miscellaneous? Um, I don't. I read. It's a rumor. Okay. And this obviously shows when we're recording this because it came out this morning about. It's Wednesday night. We don't have to. Yeah, I'm, no. About Porsche buying half of Williams and being their engine supplier for 2026. Basically, it's interesting. Taking the Porsche Red Bull deal, in. taking the Red Bull deal that Red Bull refused, and taking it to Doralton Capital, who he desperately doesn't needs really, the money. Well, supposedly you don't need the money, but they they want to run like a business. So if they can make money make even more money mm-hmm. great and they don't care about the red bull is like well we built this racing team all of us here mm-hmm. they didn't do that they just bought in so yeah you guys are car people give us a chunk of money for half this team yeah done i mean I'd it'll be, be interesting down. yeah i i don't like sounding like an an old gatekeepy fan but i'm kind of like, i don't want the williams name to go uh, off the car yeah that would be sad because that's such a long term and that that font they use is really cool yeah so like i can see how they that would be the end of an era but to if they could start winning and doing better and not being the obvious last place like i don't know yeah would with their fans. Which do you care? Do you care about your team winning or having the name on the car? Yeah. You could, I mean, you could call them the Dallas SpaceX if it's going to bring championships, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not attached to the Cowboys name. Doesn't yeah. matter to me. Oh, so. Have a spaceship ordering, orbiting that star on the helmet. And you could have it still be part of the name. Mm-hmm. Porsche Williams or. Mm-hmm. Mercedes is that AM where none of them can say none it. of them can say it, but Valtteri was the only one who got it right. And they kicked <laughs> no. him out who looked completely different, by the way. Let's talk about that. Didn't recognize him with his like shaggy hair and scruff on his face. Like what? There's a TikTok I need to show you that they were doing, I guess, baby photos <laughs> for McLaren social. And Lando and Ricardo were looking through and they saw Valtteri's and they just crack. It's amazing. Oh, that's funny. I saved it. I'll figure out how to copy it and tweet it out. It's hilarious. 
Okay. But yeah, he looks really different. He's clearly just living a good life now. He, He's happy. Like, this is fine. Yeah. They're doing... I'm at... Okay. I'm not middle the to back, great, but man, but my life is better. Talk about quality of life. Yeah, I figured everything's much better for him right now. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh. oh, dang it. I did it again. Yeah. Take a drink. All right, so what's up? Next, yes, I have is a couple cost cap items. Oh, cost cap! And the first what one, what a crazy is again. It, FIA screws it up. They have no clue what's going on. No, and they've only had what two years to figure this out, to set things up so they could know, and then just wow, eight months of looking at information and data, and now they're like. Uh, we still don't uh, know. Who knows? Five million. Maybe. Whatever. Nothing. We don't know. And so to be clear, none of us know any details. Everyone's writing articles. The story, the goalposts yeah. are moving. The story's changing. The only, well, sorry, it, you know, doesn't matter. But <laughs> okay, Zach Brown wrote a letter to the FIA. Mm-hmm. And in it, he called Red Bull cheaters. And it's, you know, the first time any official team or for any of that kind of communication has been used using that C word and said they're uh, cheaters. Okay. I would just like to point in that he didn't call them cheaters. He didn't call them cheaters. He just said this type of issue is cheating. Correct. He said, he said, if one of those, he didn't call them cheaters. He just said, if this happens, that is cheating. Yeah. He said there, which is not pretty much the same thing, but yeah, he didn't say Red Bull is cheating in quotes. He said there were nine teams trying to be legalistic that mostly follow the rules. There was one team that went out of the cost cap Mm -hmm. rules. And I just want to say that if a team goes out of the cost cap rules, that is cheating. Yeah. And he sent that letter to the FIA and eight other teams. He didn't copy Red Bull. So. (laughs) Which makes sense. I mean, I get it. Like, oh, well, this is, we're talking about you. Did you want the memo? Except he says he wasn't talking about them. And so that's the thing. The pettiness. Like. And that and that's what puts to me like Toto and Christian are mega douches. Yeah. But they yeah. both know they are mm-hmm. and aren't worried about it. Mm-hmm. Zach wants to be a mega douche because he sees that makes you powerful, but he also is afraid because Red Bull would have sent that just would have sent it to all the teams. Like Red yeah. Bull wouldn't have not sent, and Mercedes would have done the same thing. Zach wants to be, but isn't, and he doesn't have the Red, money behind him. I think, and he knows, like he's not. It's not a big deal. He doesn't have Christian. Christian and Toto would have gone about it in a more annoyingly um, obnoxious fashion. Oh, but yeah, I just I thought it's hilarious that Zach was like, "Well, I'm not saying who." 
but I'm just saying there are nine teams who didn't. One team did this, and if you do that, you're cheating. But, hey, guys, don't tell them um, because I don't want to talk to them about it. So don't tell them at lunch what I said. And he, like us, doesn't know anything. None of the teams know any more than you or I do officially. Yeah. And so Which, I mean, that's officially. True. But I even believe that they don't really know because I think we'd be getting better leaks if they knew better. But I agree. Still call them cheaters without knowing anything. Um, Yep. And okay. He proposed. And the other thing that bugs me is he says, we need to redefine. We can't like minor breaches. Like this says minor breaches up to 5%. That's a lot of money. He's not wrong. He not read the regulations earlier when they're like, Hey, here's how we're going to split it up. Here's what he just didn't think it through. He's now mad that this thing he agreed to, he doesn't like. Yeah. But he wants, um, if you go over the cap, he wants the amount you went over to come off, to come out of your next non-started season. So if Red Bull... So this would be for 23. Yep. So Red Bull would have 5 million less. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. But then also that same number come out of the one after that. Okay. The theory being if you steal 100 bucks, you don't just get told, hey, give it back. There is then a punitive penalty on top of what you stole. So one could... You would have to think before trying to say like, well... Mm -hmm. We're going to spend an extra $5 million, but it's going to be enough to get us through a couple extra seasons, so it's not going to matter. We'll make that in, in the constructor standings. We'll make that $5 million back. Yeah. And they don't want you to buy a penalty, I mean, which is why some of these punishments aren't, you know, haven't been decided because they didn't want teams to decide what was worth it. But, so he wants that over two years, fine. And then he also wants... A 20% reduction in wind tunnel and CFD time. But I'm not sure how we got that number. Because that... He doesn't say if it's always 20%. He was using a $2 million example. So I'm not sure if it relates to the number. I don't know. But he wants wind tunnel and CFD. Which would hurt a team. Yeah. That's a big deal. (coughs) And then he says he wants that if you go... Minor... Two seasons in a row you're automatically escalated to major. That makes sense. However. That one I kind of get. If you keep having these little mm -hmm. problems. My only issue is, well, first, he doesn't, he, it doesn't say for sure. And so I wonder if he's trying to get Red Bull because if they did go over in 21, they probably. probably did accounting the exact same way in 22. Yeah. So they're probably gone over. And so he would want them to all of a sudden get a major. Well, you can't. Well, it's not correct for you to have this magic penalty that didn't exist at the time. Like they didn't know this was going to happen. That, that major escalation didn't exist when either season started. Except you could argue they knew the cap cost 
both seasons. You've got two tickets. Now you're going to jail. You went 48. You knew the speed limit was 45. Okay, so? I'm just saying, so you got, you went 48 in March and got a ticket for going three miles over the speed limit. In May, you got a speeding ticket for going 48 and a 45. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Correct. I haven't gotten No, you haven't tickets. got tickets. I'm just saying. I just don't want people to think this is an actual. All of a sudden, that happens in March and May, and then in June, they pass a law saying, hey, if you get two tickets in the same half of the year, you go to jail. Well, now you're going to jail. I just don't think it's fair to come up with a magic escalation that didn't exist at the time you committed the crime. Okay. So that would be for them. This would be their first year then. If they go over in 2022, it would be their first year. I, that I, would count. I could go with that as a compromise. I really think it should start at 23 because that's the first season that ha- you've done zero dollars. They're going to be attached to, but as a compromise with somebody, I could say, okay, this isn't completed. You're not fully done with your year. But I just don't see any way where you can be like, hey, we got this magic penalty. And yeah, you didn't know about this. No one of us knew about it until mm-hmm. we were 90% done, but it exists for you. I just didn't, that doesn't make sense. We have, we have laws that have effective dates all the time. You seem very I just think it's upset dumb. about this. He like, just really... You're so just, passionate, and I'm like... Zach just really irked me about this this week, and a lot of it... I can tell. And some of it's Red Bull. Like, I'm I'm a Red Bull fan, you but are. part of it is Good. also just... This just... A lot of the stuff would bug me for any team, even if they were going at Mercedes. I, a law has an effective date. You can't backdate a law and get somebody that, when doing something illegal, that it wasn't illegal at the time, and... Zach is Zach's just being a douche about it. Just come out and say, hey, I think you were cheating. I did love, and if you can find on YouTube the it was Friday or Saturday press conference from this week of the team principals. Normally, nobody watches that. Mm-hmm. But Zach and Christian were seated together, and they talk about the letter, and Christian talks shit about Zach, <clears throat> mentions his name, mm-hmm. while Zach is sitting next to him and never looks at him. And it is awesome you would never get that in any other north american sport yeah that is something that's fun about they just don't play one they have no problem sniping at each other and in in football and in basketball they'll snipe when they're in their press conference Mm -hmm. and then anytime it's public it's all cool yeah they don't just come out and we don't make them do a lot of press conferences together mm-hmm. maybe that's it we're just we automatically should. like keep everybody yeah, apart we see what happens but formula one is like yeah we're gonna make it as awkward as possible and i love it i love like it they, so much they really go for the drama and try to make it as uncomfortable and interesting and oh we heard you don't like him so we're gonna make yeah. sure we always do the press conferences with you two yeah these aren't chosen at random oh yeah oh you're leaving reno oh you and cyril get to sit together which that's when i knew this board is for me when christian was like 
hey, this is a big part of their That's budget. So and then Cyril fun. says, it really wasn't that much. And Christian is just miming. It's really big. You're such an asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's when I officially did not like Christian Horner. Yep. Oh. I was like, oh, you're such an ass. He totally is, for sure. All right. So the cost cap in general. Because that's just my diatribe over Zach Brown's letter. Okay. None of us know anything. No. Again. And we probably won't for a while. No. Multiple, lots of people are reporting that they've agreed to this arbitra- arbitration agreement where mm-hmm. Red Bull says, yes, we screwed up. Yes, we agree to this punishment. And now it's it's basically done. But who knows when that will. Or if I just don't. I don't think they're gonna. Now, clearly, I don't have any sources. Anyone writing that has better sources than I do. But. The way Christian has come out about this. That really seems like better or worse. He wants to fight this thing to the very end. Because of Zach, probably. Probably because of Zach. And I think. And other people who have come out. So now he's like. I think it really pissed him off that in Singapore, when this thing was supposed to not be public yet, team principals are talking about their finances. (laughs) And to his credit, he didn't say. It's really weird that. You know, one of the compliance officers, I think, in the FIA used to be chief counsel at Mercedes. Hmm. I wonder how Toto knows about this. But, and in Singapore, it was said that this team that we're just rumoring to be Red Bull was majorly mm-hmm. over the cap. Mm-hmm. Like, like eight, nine million dollars over the cap. And then all of a sudden, okay, well, we're not really sure, but it's not millions. Hmm. It's just moving. And I just think he is so pissed off. He's like, no, you are not going to come and taint well, yeah, my best seasons. And that's what it's done. Mm-hmm. And it's tainted the last two races. And that's when they won. So it's thanks. I think if he. I'd be mad too. If he's got proof. And again, there's so many things that possibly could be. Or whatever's going on. Um, you know, we've read it's gardening leave with Dan Fallows when he mm-hmm. went, when he was kind of between them and Aston Martin, mm-hmm. some catering. Um, it doesn't sound like the Adrian Newey thing about him being a contractor employee factors in, but there's all sorts of things. And then one of they were they had unused parts they're going to put on show cars where they go do the cool runs in a city and they do their cool videos with that don't count for your cost cap. And, you know, they submitted the budget and they did all that. And then in March, after turning in their paperwork, the FIA said, Hey, actually those parts now count against your cost cap. And didn't let Red Bull adjust anything. Now, as you and I were talking about, you're like, well, what would they adjust? That's weird. And I don't know what they would, adjust. I don't know how they'd get out of it, but that's they just, what I'm like, it, it is or it's not, like. But they then said, and that's what I, he kept saying in the yeah. press conference: "Is well, we would have, we will adjust if we had been told, we would have adjusted." I'm like, you spent it or you didn't? Yeah. But this isn't like, oh well, now I'm not going to claim this. Like, no, if you spent the money, you spent the money. But but that's similar. I'm not an accountant, so I no. don't know. And that's similar to being told, hey, you have to eat ten pieces of vegetable so you can get dessert. 
and then you do that, and then you're told actually it's fifteen, and you got to do it. Like, they they followed the rules as they were on that day, submitted the paperwork, and then they heard, oh wait, the rules changing, and now you're in violation of these rules. Very similar to you what Zach so Brown worked wants. up about this. I just think it's dumb. But I will say, as much as it pains me to say, if it comes out that they overspent on the car, even I will admit that those are ill-gotten gains. You could barely say it. Yeah. But I can't. I, I will say it. It sounds like it probably wasn't spent on the car. It's just what could that money have been done otherwise or and and they they overspent I got yeah, and I think I have no problem saying, "Hey, you guys want over the cap, here's a punishment, yeah, but if it's hey, you guys went over the cap now you didn't spend any more in your car, but we're always gonna talk shit about the seasons where you won, like that doesn't make any sense. But you know that's what's going to happen. For sure. But that's where I will have a problem. You're just... Okay. And I think... I don't think we're too far from Christian saying, Hey guys, here is exactly how much we spent on the 2021 car and on the 2022 car. Go ask Toto and Bonato if that is 50% more than they spent on their cars. Because I know it's not. But they wouldn't shock me if he's like, You guys think that we brought three million extra and upgrades here's how much we spent on the car go see and find out if mercedes spent basically the same amount like we ever spent on catering we ever spent on these other things we still screwed up and they should get punished cfd wind tunnel time got no issues with that but they didn't spend more on the car you can't really say their car was juiced up you went a Reynolds pamphlet this, don't you? Oh, from Hamilton. Yeah. This is also, I just got to this note. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just going to set my mic down. In 2012, you probably heard me gripe about this when this happened. Um, I think it's 20, it was 2010 or 2012. It was right around the last, that NFL CBA that was lapsing. And they had an uncapped year so there was no salary cap for that year for football for the cow yeah for the cowboys nfl jerry signed miles austin to a new contract because he was up he's on a church free agent he got a big ass signing bonus and a big ass one year that first year of his contract was like 80 percent of his contract because jerry's like there's no cap motherfuckers I'm going to pay this guy everything. And then when I I'm restricted on my spending, I'm going to pay him peanuts. And the owners voted and said, we can't do that. And Jerry said, well, why not? There's no salary cap. And they said, you can't do that. And Jerry said, well, there's no salary cap. And so he then got screwed because they then said, well, you can't change his contract. You just have to then make it fit under the cap. And they had to cut people. But like, if you have no cap, you can do what you want. If the rule wasn't the rule at the time, you didn't break the rule. 
Okay, I agree with you. Will you stop lecturing me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> you looked really hurt. I was like, oh, sorry. I just... I'm a big, I'm a huge Red Bull fan, but I, and I need to say, if they overspent on the car by a big amount, not by $5,000, $10,000, then the car was juicing, like in baseball terms. Okay. If they still spent the same amount on the car, <laughs> but they spent over the cap elsewhere... They are in trouble. They should be penalized, but they're not on track cheaters. Okay. And oh if they're gonna God. take, if they're gonna take, the, if they're gonna do wind tunnel time <laughs> and CFD punishments, it should all come off of Max's car and not Checo's car. Okay. I bet he wasn't trying to cheat. He was probably trying to tell them how to accurately. Uh, his wife may say something different. Well, that's true. <laughs> I think we know that Checo is a cheater. <laughs> we all saw that video. <laughs> anyway, Rebel didn't so, do anything wrong. So let's move on from this. Yeah. And let's talk about Checo. This is his big weekend. Yeah. Everybody's going to be so excited. He has a huge fan base in Mexico. Obviously, it's his home. He did a massive show run today. It was huge in his hometown. People freak out. There's only been like two Mexican drivers in Formula One. And none have ever won their home GP. Last year, he got on the podium. This and we year, got the GIF. Let's see if this year we can have him win. You could t- so like I think you could tell he was like excited about Austin, but he didn't seem like into it like he was last year. I think he's saving all of his mind for this one for Mexico. I think I don't I don't. I don't remember how he was in Austin last yeah. year. I mean, I, I remember all the support and I did love even over TV, <laughs> not even on the podium. And you can hear the crowd singing. Yes. Ole, 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 yes. ole, check. Oh, But I think he is deaf. He definitely would prefer to win Mexico city than Austin. Yeah. And Red Bull obviously gave him a new power unit this week so, so that he, he can have that fresh one ready to go up in the altitude where that Honda engine is the best engine on the grid by far. Yeah. So that's, so let's talk about the Mexican GP mm-hmm. higher altitude. Yeah. It's, it's higher than the Denver. Highest one they've had this year, right? It's highest. Yeah. It may even be the highest one ever. Yeah. So that impacts the whole engine and tires and everything because they struggle to cool down in the thin air. Mm-hmm. Which then affects aero because you got less, you have less yeah. air. Everything's different. The Honda engine is the best because of the way its turbocharger works. It doesn't create as much hot air. I think that's right. Justin will correct us. But <laughs> the way that the Honda engine is created, it's the only engine that can run basically 
no restrictions, no special Mexico City modes to survive. It could just show up and do what it needs to do. And all the other power units have to run adjusted because they can't survive. They'll overheat and they won't make it. Yeah. So all that to say is I'm not really sure how the cars will perform until they start doing practice. Because mm-hmm. with these cars. And this is the first. First time. First time. So it'll be interesting. I do think if they can at all make it not look like a farce, Red Bull will get Checo the win. I, I don't think that. they'll have Max slow down on a straight. <laughs> so, yeah. So Checo can catch up. But it wouldn't shock me if if it's close, if Hannah on the pit wall figures out we can jump Max if Checo pits first or second. It wouldn't shock me if they give Checo a strategy where it all is straight, but he gets the better strategy yeah. to go and win. And I don't even think Max would have a problem. I don't think so. I mean, he's won the championship at this point. And Checo has helped him both times. Yep. Because he let Max win in Barcelona mm-hmm. and got out of the way when Max wouldn't have passed him. Mm-hmm. Plus, Checo is in a really tight race for second place. Yeah, they've never, Red Bull's never Ooh. had P1 and P2 in the championship. So they really need Checo to get every single point he can. Because there is exactly two points between Leclerc and Checo right now. Oh, man. Yeah. This is... I'm so excited. So that's going to be fun. And it looks like the Mexico City race will be the race where we do our telecast. Oh, are we doing Live to tape. Oh, man. We're so excited. It's going to be so hard. And terrible. That's also what she said. I don't like being bad at stuff it'll be funny oh, i need to be drunk yeah sorry i thought that was implied we we're gonna drink and call oh, an F1 okay race. but responsibly because it's a Saturday, sunday afternoon well yeah but we're not driving those guys are hey. um, oh man i can't believe we're doing that so we won't we won't be tweeting because we'll be very focused on the race and we're gonna be recording i can't believe i ever agreed to this i know it's great and then we'll put it up and we'll we'll tweet about it how to sync up but we'll we'll make it as easy as we can for you to sync up with your audio feed and you should only just listen to like 30 minutes of it just to watch us be bad i'm not at all saying you should rewatch the entire race with us as your commentary unless we're just hilarious when we're drinking but like what So, like, what if, what happens when the race gets boring? We talk about whatever we want to talk about. We're not paid by Formula One. Okay. I'll just tell you this. Unless Checo's down there, I'm not going to be walking us through a battle for 15th. (laughs) Fuck that. We just have to talk about whatever we'll be seeing. Or, why are they showing us another drone shot? This is dumb. Yeah. We aren't. Okay. Yeah, we're not doing a Crofty and Brundle impression. Okay. This is truly just, hey. This is what we talk about. After this we watch is a race. us calling an F1 race. This is also why we will never call an F1 race. Okay. Because they'll never let us in the booth. 
It's going to be fun. Sure. It'll be something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about points. Unless there's something else you want no. to add about. I have lots more cost cap thoughts, but okay. Let's not go back to cost cap. That is done. If you want to hear more, co- more cost cap, tweet us. And I will let's engage. You can talk to Ryan about it as much as you want. But see, this is the problem is I've heard all this already. You've talked to me about this. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this is like the second time I'm hearing this. So or that's third. why I'm like, Oh my God. Cause I've heard all of this already. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't hold in my thoughts until the podcast. <laughs> I was bitching about so Zach like, I'm on not Thursday. Just being, I'm not just being like a really bitchy wife. It's no, I've heard this. I don't even multiple times already. So that's why I'm like, oh my god, please stop. You've seen this Sorry. episode, yeah. So, so Am no I more arg- cost cap. Nope. Is there anything else you want to no. talk about from the Austin race? No, just if you went. Tweet us and let us know how it was. And yeah. we know it was awesome, but tell us awesome in your own words. I want to hear how great it was. I want to and where pictures. you were. Yeah. I mean, so I much know, fun. Maybe next year, a few of us will all go get tickets in, in a close section and we can all go hang out. Cool. All right. So let's talk about points. Obviously, Max is one. We're not going to talk about him. Um, Leclerc's. You said that. <laughs> he is your guy. I hate that I love him. Oh, um, can we also talk about the faces you were giving me when I was talking about Mercedes could be good next year? Oh my gosh! It was like bad food smells just came across. Like, ugh, no. I was trying so hard. You were so bad at that. I'm really hoping, even though I hate, I'm mad at Zach Brown. I'm really hoping Lando will will do and Piastri will do well, and they can become our challenger. Okay, in second place we have Leclerc. Two points behind him is Perez in third. That's nuts. So let's go. Yeah, really fun battle. Um, Russell is 16 points ahead of signs for third or fourth fourth and then hamilton is only four points behind signs wow yeah there's only 20 points between george and lewis dang yeah so lewis had a strong end of the season to close that gap he really did and then everybody else is boring Whatever. Um, so constructors. Oh, I can't do the math. Just read the numbers. Okay. Red Bulls one. That's done. Ferrari has four sixty nine. Wow. Nice. Oh, yeah, waiting. Um, Mercedes has four sixteen. That's close. So how much is that? 469 to 16, mm-hmm. 53. All right, so there's 53 points. In three races, that's doable. Yeah. And then Alpine has 144 and McLaren has 138. So there's only six points between McLaren and Alpine. Whoa. 
And then we have between six and seven, Alfa Romeo has 52 and Aston Martin has 51. So they're fighting for sixth place. And then Haas and Afatari are only apart by two points as well. Man. So, like, there's so many different, like, battles going on, even though they're not all for the same one. Like, they're in groups, but battle for seconds going on, battle for fourth, battle for sixth. Like, and that's what's weird about this sport as an American, is I never would have thought I cared about fifth place. Yeah. But you're absolutely not getting first. You're not getting third. You're not getting fourth. But will you get fifth? We're on pins and needles. Yeah. Never thought I'd care. Let's also laugh at the big drop off in points from Mercedes to Alpine. 416 to 144. Oh, my gosh. Like, ouch. But Alonzo will tell you he's had 300 points taken away from him in reliability and penalties. Oh, not his fault. Man. It's- he... He'd have dragged that team to the front of the grid if they just let him. Oh, man. He's a something else. Okay. Anything else you want to? Nah, I think that's it. Just tweet at us. We love tweeting, DMing, talking with people. Um, See if you can guess who, which yeah, one of us is. It's pretty obvious, but see if you can guess. I think, well, I think it's obvious sometimes. Yeah. But hit us up there. You can email us, uh, but we. We never check it. No, I check it. We just, we've got some questions that. I've never checked it. We don't have, we don't have enough and good enough questions for a a Q&A podcast. We'll do one maybe later. Sorry. But engage with us. Hit us up. We're working on. Some fun possible new things that don't involve you having to call a race. Um, <laughs> that I just I'm I'm just worried it's gonna be so bad. Oh, it's gonna be terrible, for sure, one hundred percent. We're gonna be so bad at it if you compare to people who do this for a living. But if you're like, hey, this will be funny to listen to because these are my pseudo friends. It's a podcast I listen to. I think these guys are funny. I'll listen to this while I watch something I like. It'd be kind of funny. Yeah, then. All in. Okay. But hit us up on Twitter. I have a lot of gin and tonic. Yeah. Email us if you want. Our broadcast will be brought to you by Aviation Gin, mm-hmm. Wrexham Football Club, and I don't know. I ran out of another sponsor. Anyway. <laughs> that's um, all we need. That's all we need. And diet tonic. You. Because I'm a lady. Because I'm a lady. <laughs> It'll be great. Enjoy Mexico City. We can't wait to talk about it. It's another cool track. It's a weird track, but that part that goes through a literal stadium I know. is weird and badass and at the same we're time. We're down to the final three, three races, so And their podium last year was bonkers. It was. If they do it's anything gonna be nuts. like that. Like the fans are gonna be crazy. There's gonna be so many and they are hyped up for Jekko. So it's going to be fun. If he wins, it's going to be nuts. If Checo wins, it will oh be gosh. worth I'm listening like to our broadcast. Oh, he's going to get signed in the first turn. Ugh, it's going to suck. I'm going to throw my mic down and make you do the next hour. <laughs> we're just, we'll be ending. Like, hey, I know we said we're going to do that. And we just aren't because 
some of us can't talk right now and the other of us don't want to. <laughs> oh, it'll be it'll be hilarious. It'll be great. Cool. All right. Anything else you want to add before? No. Um, next week we'll talk grid rivals, but we my moratorium on that's almost up. So we were almost where okay. we can talk about it again. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I'm getting my ass kicked, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's triggered fly. 